Loud and Proud's Championship Podcast. Champods brought to you by RD Credit Union and Defy Sports Apparel. Hello and welcome to the Loud and Proud Relegation Champod. And what a weekend it was. I know I'm, I'm, I'm smiling because um, we, we did it. We just about got over the line to... Uh, to make it happen but yeah I'll talk about that in a while but um, yeah a massive weekend in Loud like the relegation there's no more higher drama than than the relegation playoffs to be honest because they are cutthroat and there is so much on the line you drop a grade it's it's so tough and you don't want to drop uh, a game and play the relegation final because that's the game no that's the final no one wants to be in um, I'll get to the relegation stuff in a minute, but I'm just I'm just on my way home from Down. I was at the Down semi-finals today. I um, went straight from Darver, and just a couple of thoughts that floated into my head that I will open up with. And just to let you know that there will be three preview pods next week. We'll have uh, all the semi-finals covered across three grades in three semi-finals. I'll do bulk of the work and hopefully have someone else on to, to shoot the breeze with and maybe get their uh, thoughts on what way the weekends or the weekends action will go. Um, yeah, so that that's 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 to come this week on the Patreon Loud and Proud podcast. But just tonight on the free version, I'm on my way home from down. I'm after seeing. Uh, Kilku advance and carried off advance to the down senior final. Why am I talking about down? What's the link? And it's just it's um, a few bit of comparisons between the two counties. I suppose it's it's easy to compare when you're looking at games all all loud games all all summer and then go and see down and the contrast. But just a nice little touch at the start. A note at the start is it, it carried off uh, former Newtown Blues player. Aidan O'Brien's in with Carrie Duff and they're in the first ever down senior finals that's a real novelty uh, to it like I know pure and uncertain times in this pandemic but a bit of uh, a nice story there and a, and a bit of novelty to the down senior final but like I say in these unprecedented times there's a bit of stability in down with uh, Cuckoo reaching their final they're going for the 8th title in nine, in 9 seasons crazy like that yeah they missed out two years ago and they bounced back to win all stuff for the first time but looking at the two teams right the four teams I really think and I know down are in division three and but they would have a higher um, they would rate themselves a lot higher than loud but looking at the four teams and looking at the four teams that will be at the senior next weekend um I don't think there'd be much fear in what what, uh, what we would face. The Cuckoo are obviously a, a step above the rest. They, they had a big nine-point win tonight over Warren Point. But in saying that, they play a very dour style. They, they, they work so hard across the field. They're very clever. They're, they're very selfless. A load of Brannigans in there. Five or six brothers just pulling the strings. But... Look at the attack and flair that we have in Loud between the Blues, between the Marys and the Martins. And I suppose you, 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 
could say the attacking prowess of the the Moctis, like is it wouldn't be really um, something to face up in the northern town if you put Casey Bourne on the edge of the square or Decky Bourne's place kicking is as good as anywhere else you'd see but I suppose the, the slight advantage they have would be the stadium that's obviously a pure focal point for them for the fans for the young, youngsters that want to play there and then it, it, the settle gives it that kind of pretense that it's going to be uh, something to be taken seriously you know in terms of like it's a proper stadium like it's well run it's a, one of the best in Ireland uh, the playing surface uh, terrace and a massive stand is just class the PA system all that sort of crack goes with the jazz that just ups it up a little bit now maybe they might have a slight advantage in down in that you can see they're massively into it in terms of the fans are vitriol they're really passionate certainly the cuckoo ones anyway but then Barry Holland and Carrie Duff as well coming in when I was coming in and they were going out their fans are really up for it too but there's no difference in say they but there's more an aggressive approach and more like uh, do or die this means so much more and that rubs across on the players like say French players they're pushing to get into the squad they do that little bit extra um, there's more tactical astuteness from the players like from 1 to 34 rather say with Loud I would say 1 to 18 and then the rest might really too clued into it uh, but then the top the top clubs like the Blues and the Martins maybe different and you look at backroom teams in the north massive backroom teams like right down to um, nutritionists and dietitians and masseuses and all that sort of record. like like 10 or 12 lads massive money being pumped in but then you look at the Blues they have a big backroom team as well you look at the look at uh, Fergareen and he's like um, goalkeeper coach there um, Stephen Williams so like there is very little between the two counties um certainly don't think Louder would have any fear I suppose there is that one enigma one kind of question mark about the Blues would be the Leinster the Leinster campaigns and how they've been doing in Leinster well how they haven't been doing in Leinster um, they've, uh, they've struggled um, maybe that could be due to just playing different teams with different styles different approaches being a young side as well that experience they haven't really earned but they still they did get Bally Bowden in a good game last year but Randu came down and well, kind of bullied them as well um, it's hard to know uh, but I just feel that there's nothing between the two counties we should be very proud like there's no player like Kieran Keenan in down Sam Mulroy would fit in lovely there like I said Decky Bourne's place kicking um, Jerry Garland sweeping I mean there was just probably as effective sweeping as Jerry in terms of use of the ball and then you know who is still to authority we could have mentioned uh, Kieran Downey for the Blues or Andy you know Andy McDonald slots right in there so I know there's a bit of a comparison there but it's just it's just nice to, to, to be exposed to other counties and see what they're doing and see uh, can we match it of course we can we can definitely match it definitely can, can really um, focus on that kind of tacticalness and it is coming into it when you see the, the Martins play the Gales 
that was really tactical. Like at one stage, there was four uh, regulars had four um, four in his full back line didn't pick out the girls were retreated so much, but he actually went long and then broke up on the score over the top. And it's that sort of level of being comfortable at the ball, being comfortable in decision making with blanket defences, with kind of structured play, and that's probably where the down down is a little bit more into it. I wouldn't say they're better than it, but they're probably just a little bit more into it. And especially Kuku, they just find them gaps and they just find them overlaps and they're working it so well. But um, yeah, it's a, it'll be a great day for this was the Blues Club and it. just a little bit of what like I suppose why am I down this weekend because there's a break in the momentum of the championship at home I know it's the relegation games I'll get to them in a minute but have we have we lost that momentum given it a week break and that undecision about uh, playing the semi-finals next week I, I feel we should have just went and played the uh, played the semi-finals because there's also that uncertainty as well will there be like the open numbers with COVID will there be the championship still on will there be something to play with so that's always in my head as well with the numbers rising and uh, the way it is in Limerick and Dublin the cases and all that but that's just I'd like to just play it off get it off as quickly as possible but I think the loss of momentum I think you, you, you kind of lose that in a way if you just bang it out and then leave the two weeks like you Just, that's just my thoughts on it. Uh, I would have liked to play it through, but I don't know if you think any different. Let me know or send in a tweet. But maybe the maybe the maybe the weeks break might suit teams. They might be able to get into players back. They might to get more into depth of this on, on the, the preview pods during the week. But maybe it might give it a freshness to get a chance to regroup to more tactical and a better approach for the games. Soon find out next week in some humdinger of ties. But let's get to the relegation. And I just want to get, get me set my record straight in what was probably the worst calls of all time. I picked um, if you didn't get it or if you're not a subscriber to the Patreon, out the proud Patreon, I picked Glenn Emmons and Plunkets to win the weekend, but they didn't win. They'll be playing each other this weekend in uh, the relegation playoff. 
so I don't know why I didn't do predictions, but I suppose that's the beauty of it, an opinion and putting your name out there and putting a call and making a call on it. Um, I thought Glenn Emmett's would be a little bit more cuter up front for Roach to be able to hold them at the back. And it looked the case, they went on and they were winning early on, early doors. They to be in a pole position and just a bit of an epic collapse really. And it's a good play from Roach. Just drove back into a barrier here, kept them taking over. Dan O'Connell stood up as well. And they won it, they plucked it out at the end. Eugene Murray with the, with the final. He's a, he's a knacker coming up with important scores for Roach. A good lad, good player. And, um, rangy lad, rangy player on the wing and midfield. And just pops up and scores when needed them. And just, it's, a break, it's a big win for Roach to, to stay up after up from junior. It means they can build with all those young players and all that kind of potential coming through. Uh, maybe there'll be dark horses from Patrick Woodley next year. <laughs> and then the other one, Cooley and the Plunkets. I fancied the Plunkets purely on their size and their strength. They got Keith Matthews back into the side. Sean Rice came back in. Robbie Brodigan came back in. They ran Kilcarely close at times. They were a, str- they were a strong, strong team right down the spine. Massive big men, Connor Early, the two Brodigans, like I said, Davy McIntyre in the full back, uh, Dean Carlin, Connor Early, uh, the county man, but <laughs> they just lacked that score and that kind of told on the day. But I didn't know that they were going to start Gooch in the middle of the field. If I had known that, I probably would have swayed because he had an impact when he came off the bench against the Young Ireland in their, in their uh, group game. Brian White starts, you know, he has a couple of frees, he gets them over the line, he gives them that sort of uh, experience and just that score and knack to kind of help those younger players like Fergie Malone and Michael Caron and Emmett Rogan. And, and they brought, also brought uh, Jerry Malone back into half-back line. Probably their best player for Curly's past four or five seasons. That helped and that made a, bo- a bollock to me in my predictions. So uh, maybe don't listen to my but they're full value anyway and if you want motivation come and listen to them but um, yeah it'll be a humdinger two neighbours Glenn Emmett and Plunkett I'll get into that later on in the week as well and it's great for Cooley and Roach to stay up like I say about Roach potential staying up very important for Cooley to stay up as well they have a good minor team they can reach the minor final they'll take on Philip Stennis to ban in that minor final but they're building they have some really class footballers on their age on the 16 on the 17 on the 18 age group really really good players um, have loads of potential loads of ballers and loads of forwards as well so yeah watch out they might build from a lower base and come strong and get the hands of Joe Ward sooner or later still a division one side as well which I probably forgot to use that in my prediction uh, and then get to the senior uh, relegation foot playoffs. We had a win over uh, the Dreadnoughts. We went down very, we were down very, uh, very highly. You know, what was it? One four to, to one. Maybe it was six or seven points. I think it went to just clawed our way back into the game. It was kept out. Just kicked over points with Ben Walters, uh, substitute Jack Thompson, kicking scores and. They, they, they got a goal, they had the win in the first half, pushed them ahead, just stuck at it, got the scores down at half time. Um, like I said, that David Reid came into his own, we 
miss goal chances, didn't take them. They were holding strong at the bag through Pop and uh, Barry Faulkner and young Carl Monaghan, a good chap playing sweeper. And we just we just rolled our luck, we kept in the game and just David Reid came up front at the end with the winning score. And ben, a few big plays from Ben McKenna and we drove up the field and uh, we didn't want to play next week. We don't want to play in the relegation final and we want to hang on to our senior status and thankfully we did. Are now take on the rallies after the O'Connells. O'Connells won, just they know how to get goals, know how to get scores, and just do the business. They, they stay senior once again. The rallies now facing the dreadnoughts. And I, like, I have no good at predictions, as we all know, after the last spiel. But who who called that one? Like, because the deflation now, I don't know whether Peach wasn't playing today, whether he'll be back. Ben Rogan and Cole, they know how to get a relegation escape as well. It's probably something that I don't think the Dreadnoughts have ever been down in this sort of playoff situation. Looks like we finalists for last year, for God's sake. And it'll be a humbling of a game. Really well, because two, two, two teams play a good, nice, open style of football. Good forwards and show, like some Pepe, Pierre Kerwin, Ben Rogan, Rory Moore. Players as well, and Barry Flanagan. So, yeah, who'd call that one? But thankfully, I'm not in it. And then, just just as I mentioned on the top, I mentioned the uh, the coverage. Yeah, it's cover. It's brought to you by Defy Sports, where an RD Credit Union. But just as I mentioned, um, down and and they're, they're at the top, talking about the comparisons between the two, and. The stadium, and it's brilliant news last week. The planet has been accepted or approved for the Loud Stadium in the dock on the Inner Relief Road. So, we'll have a new stadium to look forward to. Please, God, it was a lot of topsoil filling it up to bring it up to the standard it's got there. It has been held up, but it just shows, regardless of being held up with COVID and planning and money and all those, those situations, we still never give up, never relented and we're, we're, we're there we're planning, it's starting to become a little bit real and it's just a, another push in the right direction for this county, it'll be absolutely brilliant um, so credit to the lads doing all the work um, David Rogers uh, Aidan Beryl uh, Danny Culligan Frank Lynch, a couple of others I probably forget, Fitzer as well of course so that's brilliant news that's just going to uh, drive things forward for the county actually pick a county team you know that I might actually pick a county team on form from the, from the top four teams in each group and I might do that bonus extra bonus podcast next week because like the way things are going momentum I know it's kind of broken but it's coming back in next weekend I can't wait for the games maybe a break and do the world good and we get back into Darver maybe it might open up for um, spectators we'll see in the coming days but yeah, get that stadium. That's another good news story. Another tick in the right direction. Another upward uh, point in the graph. Uh, I, I, yeah, just delightfully brilliant. It's just something for the youngsters in this county to hold on to. Players will die to play out there in a new stadium and they know where to go and have big days out and big stadium that is appropriate. Uh, so well done them. I kind of I didn't really get a chance to mention it. I said I would on, on this podcast. 
weeks and absolutely enthused by the whole thing. Um, I know COVID might set us back as well, but it'll still be done and anyway. The house draw is still under a go as well. And it's five grand if you get to, if you buy a house draw ticket and you're entered into uh, for the 30th of September. You get a five grand uh, chance to win, it, win five grand in a draw. So good things are happening across the county. Championship next week. Preview podcast all next week. And I'm going to probably do a pick a team from all those counties. Like I mentioned in it last week in the Red Star, Kieran Keenan playing the ball into Samuel Roy and Ryan Bornsey up front as well. And Dara McCollin and a load of, load of lads there. Loads of good footballers out there. And getting into it. So yeah, that's it. That's this. That's been this week's. Loud and Proud podcast, Champ Pod. Um, comparison with Down. Um, Aidan O'Brien, well done to him. Um, talked about the relegation playoffs that happened this weekend. Lost momentum at the county stadium. So, thanks very much for tuning in. I'll be back during the week, like I say. If you haven't signed up yet, please sign up. I'd love to have you on board. It'd be great to get your interactions and the whole lot with the little community. Well, the big community that's there at the moment. Um, thanks to RD Credit Union, thanks to Defy Sports Bar, thanks to David Reid for kicking the winner today. It possibly might be his last score in red and black. One of the top forwards in the county there has ever been. Um, I'm biased, but I'm not. It's, it's factual too. Just class act. Um, such a competitor. Absolute competitor. You know, even in training, he's one of these lads you want to be on his team at the five side or seven side because you know you'll have a great chance of winning it. Just competes to the bitter end. He's just an animal and a brilliant work ethic and free taker. And stay first there, last out in terms of training. So, pleasure to play with him. And well done, David. And I'll chat to you all next week, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, please, God. And please sign up. Chat to you soon. This was the Loud and Proud Relegation Champion.